three, two, one. Welcome to the Dave the Dog Trainer podcast, episode one forty one, and this is a wild evening episode. Yeah. It's six thirty two on a Sunday right now, <laughs> and we gotta just we gotta just grind, we just grind it out here. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna try to get right into stuff today. Cause, yeah, because <laughs> we got some tilapia waiting for us downstairs, <laughs> and uh, and yeah. So okay, so I think I mentioned in the last episode. I've just been, there's, there's a lot of, you know, I've, I've steered away from commenting on videos I've been seeing online and stuff mm-hmm. like that for a mm-hmm. while now, but there was just, there's just been some like miscellaneous videos that have been either sent to me yeah. or have just like shown up in my feed lately mm-hmm. that are just, they just, I just feel they need talked about. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to watch some videos. We're going to talk about those videos. I'll try to not get too spicy about it, but who knows what'll happen. <laughs> um, we're going to start with this okay so for anybody that you know is is you know uh, uh, on tiktok on instagram all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. you may have been seeing some videos make their rounds over the last you know couple days i think this has been maybe four or five days this has been going on now for regarding a woman in a belgian malinois and this Malinois just going ham on this woman, ripping her clothes apart. You know, oh, she's damn. struggling. She's crying. Mm-hmm. There's just all these videos that have been going around from uh, next gen ACS dog training. Now, we're going to I've avoided diving too deep into this story because I kind of wanted yeah. to talk about it a little bit on the podcast. Okay. And I don't know what my opinions on all of this are quite are yet we're going to watch the videos and we're going to kind of gather some opinions so we could discuss them obviously but in a nutshell here here's what's going on so there's a malinois that this woman hired this company to train yep right there's a gazillion videos that this company has posted I think, you know, if you look at it, I forget the pin videos, but one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 videos. The last 15 videos that this company has posted have been of this freaking dog. Yeah. Right. And these videos have been just getting some crazy traction. I mean, every single one of these is like over a quarter million views. This one's got 7.7 7. 7 million views. This Jesus. one's got 2.6 million views. This one's got 5.1 million views. I mean, Jeez, it's, it's bananas yeah. how viral these videos have gone over mm-hmm. the last couple of days, right? So here's the, here's the dilemma, right? So this company, Next Gen ACS Dog Training, is mm-hmm. owned by this guy, Dylan Blau, who I don't know much about this guy. Okay. All I know is that we follow each other on Facebook. He comments on some of our stuff on Instagram every now and then. Mm-hmm. And I've I've seen this guy around because mm-hmm. he's a big He's a big Grant Cardone fan, Mr. Okay. 10X, yeah. right? And just everything that he used to post, yeah. you know, from years ago when I used to see his stuff on Facebook and everything was okay. just like 10X this, 10X that. <laughs> he's constantly starting new businesses of like he's got he had like the Blau agency and then we are dog training like like 27. I mean, so somebody uh, made a video okay. talking about how this dude had like literally 25 different fucking businesses or something like that that he started <laughs> yeah, right yeah. and um you know he 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 just he 
charges through the fucking roof for his dog training. I mean, he yeah. charges for like three one hour long sessions, like two thousand dollars and stuff like that. And like <laughs> just it's just it's just crazy, right? And yeah. and the other wild thing about it, I think that a lot of people have had a hard time like giving him any sort of respect for, mm. or the reason why they don't really give him a whole lot of respect for is because there's not a whole lot he has to show for himself as okay. far as like him being a very credible dog trainer. Yeah. You know, okay. I mean, there was videos done of him online of like, you know, some really like crappy training, if you will, mm. you know, and, and people trying to expose him and yeah. on his different dog training businesses that he started, he has like a gazillion, like one star reviews and stuff of people basically talking about how he charges out the ass and okay. then doesn't do anything. And yeah. then like, is kind of an asshole about, you know, when they try mm. to like, be like, yo dude, like, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> we're not where we're supposed to be. Yeah. I gave you all this money. What's going on? Yeah, for sure. He's made posts in the past. Somebody made a post talking about how he said, you know, if, you know, if you don't put in the work with the training and then you expect that I'm going to give you your money back, like good luck finding oh, me boy. because I live in an RV and don't have any addresses uh, like linked to my like businesses and stuff like that. Just like, like he, he just kind of, again, I don't know the guy, yeah. but everything I've seen so far is very scummy. A little sketchy. Yeah. Right. So everybody's problem with this is mm -hmm. that from the looks of this, he's basically just exploiting this woman at her absolute most insecure possible you know uh, uh, a place in, mm -hmm. in time in this training process and yep. any of us who's worked with difficult dogs and worked with dogs who owners have very very toxic relationships with know how emotional this stuff can be for owners sometimes yeah. it could really 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 eat at them mm -hmm. right and you know I don't know. We're, we're going to watch some of the videos and we'll gather some of our opinions on it. So basically that's in a nutshell what's going on. You've probably seen, um, you know, these videos making their rounds. So we're going to go through, we're going to watch these freaking videos. Yeah. And then what we're going to do is we're going to put our input in on them and we're going to kind of go from there. So let's go back okay, to the very, good. let's go back to the very first one. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Hey, hey, don't fight your mom. Like, look at this. Her shirt is just ripped to fucking shreds. She's wrestling this dog, trying to obviously get this dog into a crate. She's clearly distressed. Yeah. Right? I would have had the tug. Yeah. Because he comes at you when you do this. So if you could give him the tug and then get him in, it wouldn't be as bad. But if you don't have the tug. And then, like, <laughs> like he's just, like, giving his two cents from yeah. behind a fence. Yeah, what the fuck? Right? Like... Hey, don't bite your mom <laughs> as the dog is like literally biting yeah. the fuck out of his mom. Like, like and, and here's the thing that kills me, right? Uh -huh. So so it says first time dog owners decided to get a Belgian Malinois belt. First off, it's not a Belgium Malinois. Yeah. Belgium. <laughs> here's the truth people don't want you to see. Watch as this this dog owner struggles to get her dog into the crate. We can't help her because it wants to eat us. So we had to talk her through how to do it. Comment, like, and share. Tag some friends. This story is wild. We documented the entire process of training. Want to see more? Okay, first off, we couldn't help it because it wants to eat us. So we had to talk her through how to do it. So the way you're talking her through how to do this is putting her in an extremely vulnerable position. Yeah. And two, basically what you're saying, how I read this is 
we're scared of the dog and we don't know how to handle a dog that wants to eat us. And yeah. we don't want to address that. So we're just going to stay nice and safe away from it yeah. and laugh and joke about how hard of a time this dog is giving this woman while providing zero actual assistance. <laughs> Literally. When he is coming at you and your arm becomes the tug during that, yeah. that bite. You could be Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter. Right here, we got the world's deadliest dog. You gotta wrestle it. It's a lot. Keep rubbing that spray on. Yeah, look. You can't make this up. And nobody shows this. This is, nobody shows the reality of owning a Belgian Malinois. So, like, that's not the reality of owning a Belgian Malinois. <laughs> no. Right? Like, obviously, this dog... Like, I'm not saying that he made this dog do that. That's not what I'm saying at all. No. Right? And I'm also not saying, like, she is just like, oh, my God, you're such a terrible owner, and that's the re the reason why. You know? Like, this no. is such a hard dog, and, and you can't handle this dog, and that's why this dog yeah. is doing it. Like, obviously, things went wrong in the training process leading up to this, which is why the yeah. dog feels the need to do this. Exactly. Right? Or feels that it can get away with doing this. Mm -hmm. But, like, in the end of the day we need to be able to get past it in a safer way than this. Yeah. Right. And obviously yeah. first off, like you can't just like, like if I were losing articles of clothing every time I was trying to work with my dog, like that would be a problem, obviously. Yeah. Second off, like even if this dog isn't trying to attack her, like you can get seriously injured yeah. and you're just watching this take place. I just, I, I yeah. doesn't make sense. I think it's just a perfectly well-trained dog that should be in a movie. But yeah, right. Yeah. This is my first dog. This is your first dog. Yeah, he was like, it's going to be my dog, so I'll pick it up. I was like, that's fine. Okay. If that's locked, you're good. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think it's good. Okay. Okay, so that's video one. <laughs> that was ridiculous, dude. Insane. Here's the next one. So she's playing tug. If anything, just... Let go and give it to him. Good. Let him be. Let him be. Let him be. Let him be. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Good. 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 Good job. Good job. Yeah. Good job. And also, like, what is this? You just said good four hundred times. Like, yeah. What are you telling him good for? That he's holding the tug. Probably what what probably he is saying good about is that he's holding the tug and not trying to bite her. Right. This is where you get into this whole redirecting conversation. It drives me crazy when people talk about like, oh, like, just redirect the dog onto a tug and it'll it'll stop the biting. <laughs> it's like, no, like this dog needs to realize that it can't. Yeah, it can't bite her. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for not biting your mom right now. Yeah. Good job, buddy. Yes. See, he's like, okay, this is normal. This is how I should be. I just need to hold a rope in my mouth. You have to carry that around with you like a kid carries his favorite stuffed animal. It's all right. You're going to grab the leash. And guess what's going to happen as soon as that. Look at that. <laughs> yep. Her entire arm is in his mouth. So what does she do? She tries to throw the tug in his face instead. Yeah. Perfect, 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 perfect. Now kind of move it back and forth a little bit. So that's video number two. Uh, like, okay. 
Redirect. We know that redirecting does not work to stop this kind of stuff. No. Right. This dog. This all of this is just a game to him. Right. The only way redirecting can possibly work in a situation like this is if you remove the reinforcement behind the behavior that the dog is doing that you don't want. Right. Okay. So, like, we talk a lot about in the sport world when we're teaching an out, for example. If you want to teach mm -hmm. like a conflict-free out. Yeah. Basically, what you do is you start tugging with the dog, tugging with the dog, right? And then when you want the dog to let it go, you tell them out and you stabilize that tug and you essentially call it, you make it dead, right? Mm -hmm. So you make the game not fun anymore. You make it dead so that they could tug all they want, but we're not engaging with the game. We're removing the reinforcement behind tugging mm -hmm. until the dog gets bored and lets go. Then you reinforce with the tug again, right? Yeah. So in order for this process to work, in this case, when this dog starts biting and chewing on her freaking arm, she just has to make herself dead, make the game boring, right? Which, yeah. first off, that dog clearly is bigger than her. That yeah. dog can drag her around all over the place. Oh, yeah. Second off, when she's so frustrated and emotional like she is, she's never going to be able to stay calm enough to be able to no. even remotely try to do that in the first place. Yeah. And second off, in a lot of cases, especially with Malinois, we've seen this a lot, right? You can't make the, t when they, when they get really, really reinforced by tugging and they mm -hmm. really like the game, you yeah. can't make it dead enough for them to not want to play anymore. Yeah. Right. We used to see dogs all the time that like you put a pair of a uh, bite pants on, right. Mm -hmm. And you could sit in a chair and you tell them, you know, get it, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And they start chewing on those fucking pant legs and you could literally just sit there and do nothing. And the dog will sit there and <laughs> play with you for like all freaking yeah. day. Right. Because <laughs> just the act of them like biting and, yeah. and satisfying themselves on yeah. it. Like you can't, it's impossible to remove the reinforcement behind it. Yeah. For right. Sure. Which is why that type of method is just, it's not going to work with a dog like that. You, I understand people don't want to jump right in and totally hammer the dog for this kind of stuff, but you've got to create some sort of accountability to just get him not acting so mindlessly. Yeah. Well, okay. My thing too is they're, they're trying to, he's trying to teach her how to do this with her arm. Yes. Like literally like, oh, oh yeah, let him bite you. Okay, now use this. Like, yeah. that's insane. Move on to the next one. So this is the next day. You can see it's bruised. Yeah. Like right out. Oh, wow. Right yeah, here. you've got this. Oh, wow, look oh, at all wow. these injuries. <laughs> wow, I'm shocked. Yeah, look yeah, at all these I, uh, injuries that you leave, I'm gonna Wow, you I'm glad I'm not the one doing it. <laughs> right, Christ. Kind of, uh, you know, dealing with this yeah. sort of thing, but God bless you. God bless you, you know? <laughs> God bless you. Glad it was you, not me. Christ, here's the next. He's literally dragging you. Just laughing about it. He's just dragging me around. Ha 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 ha. I wouldn't pet him because you're reinforcing the fact that he's dragging you right now. Yeah. It's going great. What are you doing, dude? Look at this. She's literally getting. I mean, this is insane. Try to put the leash in his mouth? Yeah, put the leash in his mouth. Redirect him onto something else. Yeah. It's absurd. Oh, my God. Look at her. Look at this. Look at her her shirt already. He's just wagging his tail like a happy puppy. Like, this is my favorite thing to do. I love to just I just don't get it. I don't get it. He's not helping her at all. Try to stand up if you can. Yeah, make it a game. Fight back. He's got a red rocket right now and everything. Dude. Jesus Christ, bro. Leave her alone. No. <laughs> no. 
He's literally got a full. You're all right. You're all right. Sorry, at least he's not coming at you. For a second. Sorry, just grab the leash. Hey. Hey. Good, grab the leash. Good, 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 good. Maybe just go walk to the back. And... <laughs> what is this? And try to give him the leash. Instead, so that way he can chew on the leash instead of your uh, your arm. I know. You can see it's like a. He's like a really sweet baby. I know. Don't give him too much affection because you're technically giving him positive reinforcement for what he's doing, which is why he's getting a little bit worse with it. Yeah. So you can see he's getting worse. So just use the leash and try to put him in a sit. Tell him to sit. 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 And then he's trying to yell "sit" from the other sit. side. This is insane. David, what the fuck is this, bro? Is this ridiculous? Because it might uh, help. <laughs> Just open this, and you're just going to go to the agility field okay, and just hold on to the leash so that way he can't get away from you. Okay. Right? <laughs> I just, like, I, I don't even know what I'm watching right now. I'm I don't know saying. what to say. This is all it is. It's just all so this. she stopped by to come and do training before work. This is the pre where I'm just doing a commentary for this situation here. So she stopped by before work to come let her boyfriend's Malinois out that they're doing training with. And the dog literally just owns her to the point that her sleeves are a tug mechanism. And it doesn't even want the rope. It just wants to play tug with her and just wants to say, you're mine, I love you, and will actually drag her. If she played dead, it would probably just drag her body, like a lifeless body oh, into the ravine, never to be seen again. But this is, this is the reality of owning a Malinois. It's not what you see in John Wick it's not what you see on social media. You are buying a dog that is borderline a weapon. This thing has so much drive, has so much potential. And if they're not trained young, they literally have no clue what to do with themselves. And because they need to hold something in their mouth, they will choose what they're gonna hold. That's funny, this this comment. Yeah. If you are a trainer, why aren't you working with the dog? Put a muzzle on him and help the poor job. woman. She seems to not know what she's doing. <laughs> exactly. She has no idea he what she's doing. Job managing the situation. He doesn't know what he's doing. God damn. He just said, she's doing a great job of managing the situation. Meaning just letting, oh my God. All right, we're gonna watch a couple more of these. Here we go. He goes, I'm staring at Dylan right now. So we were hoping to do the start with the party. Okay. Think that would be possible. Wow. So um, we could only if you're able to come okay. for like that first week every couple days. So that way you're yeah. able to help him transition. Yeah. Because what will happen with a dog like this that's already pretty explosive is you'll put him in a crate and he'll either want to murder us when we let him out of the crate, oh. which isn't a problem. I've literally had dogs that I have to drag their crate, put it up to this. <laughs> let them out and then i'll have to sit in the cage for two hours until this dog goes okay we're friends and then i he goes i'm staring at dylan right now that's not how you handle that actually because i'm nervous mom it's a lot of dogs yeah. This is ridiculous. 
I mean, this is just nuts. Like, yeah, we're not going to watch all of these. There's just so many of them. Like every yeah. one of them is, is exactly the same. Right. Yeah. And, it's, it's, and here's the thing that kills me. Right. So, okay. 17. Is that what I said? 17 yeah. different videos that there are here. Yeah. Is there anything showing progress is my question. Okay. So, so this lady has since come out and like basically said how like this guy like scammed her and it was like a big problem and stuff. And supposedly she left a five star review. So let's see what that review says. So tell me, do you want to God. So it says, I'm going to read it. So, um, yeah, they posted this one day ago after she said. So they said, when we posted this series of stories, we made sure not to mention the dog's owner's name for her privacy. We were given permission. She knew that we were filming the entire time and would be sharing this on social media as educational videos. Nothing educational was posted. Zero. You posted videos that you knew were going to be visually alarming that would get tons yeah. and tons of views, which you absolutely succeeded with that. <clears throat> now, listen, man, like I've never had that many videos pop off that uh, that much on TikTok, obviously. Um, but nothing was educational there. Zero. Um, so dog owners can see the risks of owning a Belgian Malinois. When the videos blew up and went viral, she said that her boyfriend was really pissed off that people were saying negative things about him not showing up to the first two weeks and making his girlfriend deal with that. He didn't like that people were saying negative things about him in the comments, and she has now changed her story to make us sound like we didn't help her and weren't there for her when she needed someone to help her and her dog. Social media can be a crazy place as people lie and slander and gossip, and we do things for clout and fame. We posted these videos and film. These videos with the dog owner's permission so other people could see this and not go through what she had to go through. If we could prevent dog owners from adopting or rescuing this breed because they saw a cool video on social media, we believe we did a good job. Social media only shows perfect videos of this breed. They never show the reality that so many dog owners deal with, um, and we train hundreds of these dogs a year, all with behavioral issues. And the only reason they got the dog was because they saw a well-trained one on social media. We have a duty and responsibility to share the other side and truth everyone is afraid to show. It's disappointing that dog owners who own this breed only show the success and never the challenges, the frustrations, the difficulties, and the risks that they deal with daily. Okay. A lot of that I agree with. Yeah. I mean, listen, so, so like, I mean, this is like a, I, I haven't even read this review yet, which we're going to read in a second, but like a lot of that I agree with, right? Yes. That's a breed that a lot of people shouldn't get. I definitely don't think it's the large majority of these dogs that are acting as intensely as that one is, but yeah, they give owners a hard time if they're not actively training them yeah. like to the fullest that they need to be trained to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And I do agree that a lot of people get these dogs because they see so many videos of perfectly trained ones online, mm -hmm. right? So I, I do agree with a lot of that. But there was nothing educational about anything that was posted. No. And if I were an owner, right, and I took my dog to training, even if I had a great experience with you, if I saw you just blasting me all over social media like that with yeah. Like, with no, like, anything other than, like, I'm just using these videos to get views. And yeah. no, like, like you said, he wants to show people that they could, like, they could be helped, right? Th there was nothing shown that the dog progressed even. Yeah. None. Zero. So, so like, I, I don't know. Let's and, read. Well, and he said something about clout. Dude, 
the ones that you posted were specifically for clout. That's crazy. And and you know it's different when yeah, like you're you're showing the process and then the after and like, but how he presented the videos, crazy. It, it was like exploiting his client. Yeah. You know. Mm. Sorry. Go All ahead. right. So let's see what the review Frig. says. The review says. My boyfriend and I enrolled our 18-month-old Belgian Malinois for a two-week boarding program. I didn't have control over our dog. He's very reactive and didn't do well on his leash. Not even two weeks into the training, with the help of Dylan, I've noticed the difference. I'm able to take him out, control the leash without him reacting to every person or every dog we see. There were a lot of things I was doing wrong that I wasn't even aware of. I'm so thankful for his... Oh, Jesus. So tell me, do you... I'm so thankful for his help and all the patience he had with me and my Malinois. I would def recommend next gen. So here's the crazy thing to me, right? I think I could find the video of what the woman said. Maligator mom, I think is. <laughs> Maligator mom? I don't mom? think that's her, but yeah, this. Here we go. So Maligator Mom is not this woman, mm -hmm. but I wonder if she doesn't have it up on here. That's that's the lady. Yeah, I know, but this is not the video. Hold on. I could find it on here probably. Okay. Maligator Mom. I wonder if she didn't post it on TikTok. Yeah, here it is. Okay, so this is what this woman said. She came out and said. Okay. I trusted a professional dog trainer with my dog. Come to find out that he has been scamming people for over 10 years now. And I gave him my dog. I trusted him with my dog. I paid him thousands of dollars for that training that you are seeing right there. And now he is exploiting me all over social media for views and followers. I've asked him so many times to please take down the videos. I don't want to be all over the internet, but he refuses to. I did not give him any consent to post anything, but he still won't take down the videos. And my dog, he is not an aggressive dog. He is a reactive dog, but he is not aggressive. He has never attacked me. He has never bit me. He has never acted that way towards me. The way that he was acting or being in the videos, he has. Okay, so here's here's where I like to I, I play devil's advocate a little okay. bit with stuff, right? So yeah. already, based on what this lady is saying, I don't I don't necessarily disagree with what she's saying from the standpoint of, yeah, it sounds like she probably may have had a, an okay experience with this guy. She left him this review, and then suddenly she's getting blown up because accumulatively there's like 40 million people seeing videos of her just in her most vulnerable possible time. Yeah. And on top of that, in a lot of the videos, Dylan was like putting her boyfriend on blast. Like he didn't show up to the training and made his girlfriend yeah. deal with all this and stuff, which first off, you could think that all you want. Like I've definitely had clients before where I'm like, wow, like, you know, the husband or the boyfriend or whatever yeah. is like totally being a flake about the training and making oh, yeah. like the wife do all of the work. Mm -hmm. Right. And like not being a willing participant of things. And I could think all of those things all day long. Right. But you, you don't post that all over no. social media, bro. Right. No, 
And then yeah. on top of that, in the comment section, imagine if, listen, on the receiving end of it, as somebody who's had YouTube videos and TikTok videos and stuff like that blow up mm-hmm. where a bunch of people are like, like, fuck you, you're a piece of shit. You don't mm-hmm. know what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. just ruthless things in the comment section. Yeah. I'm a dog. Like I get, I I like kind of sign up for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like sure. I get it, and it still sucks yeah. sometimes, right? Now imagine being an everyday dog owner and getting that times a thousand. Because oh, I've yeah. never had a video blow up that fucking big yeah. where people are fucking ripping on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine that happening, and you had this like, all right, pretty good experience. Mm-hmm. Let's just say she had a, a good experience with him, yeah. right? And then this happens. She sees how he's exploiting her like that. She says, oh, my God, this is brutal. I can't handle this. Will you please, please take that video down? Yeah. Right? And I'm sure just based on how this guy portrays himself online, it wasn't a let's get on the phone. Let's say, let's say, because, you know, having a video go viral is big. I mean, it, gets you yeah. a ton, it does get you a ton of followers. 10x. Right? It's, 10x is your followers. <laughs> yeah. Right? It, it does get you a ton of followers and it yeah. does get you business from stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. It, it is an important thing having a video go viral, yeah. right? So I could understand not wanting to take down one of them, maybe. Maybe not all 17, mm-hmm. right? But like maybe I want to leave one of them up, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's hop on the phone. Let's talk about this. Let me yeah. explain. I'm totally empathetic to your situation, but this is this is why I don't want to take it down or, or yeah. whatever. And then at yeah. that point, if there's still some tension and they're still adamant on it, it's like, you got to kind of take it down. <laughs> yeah, bro. You know, like that is very unfair to her. Yeah. But I'm sure he was just like, no, fuck you. I'm not taking the video down. You told me I could, I could post oh, it. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's kind of what I'm hearing here. Never been like that with me. But the other side of the equation is then you start getting into like, now she's on the defensive with stuff. She's got probably every fucking dog trainer on the internet reaching out to her in her inbox. Like, mm-hmm. yo, that dude's a piece of shit. Yeah, you should have never yeah, worked yeah. with him. You made everything worse. What are all the things we hear, right? Like everything yeah. is worse now because of it. And now she's questioning because she's not a dog trainer. Yeah. Like, oh my God, did I make everything worse? <laughs> this guy. And then and then there's all these like one star reviews and like like testimonials of people saying this Dylan guy like scammed them out of shit. Like then mm-hmm. you start looking at that and you're like, wait a minute, did I just get scammed? Yeah. Right? But then you start getting into the defensive. She's like, my dog's never done this before. And blah, blah, blah. He's yeah. never bit me. But it's like, actually, we literally just watched 15 <laughs> videos of the dog doing it. Yeah. And there's absolutely no way in hell that that's the first time that that ever happened to the dog. Oh, yeah. No way. You know what I mean? I think just the stress. My dog was enrolled in a two-week board and train program where I would go in on my days off and I would go in before going to work if I had a late night shift. What you see in the videos was the actual training. If you guys notice, the trainer does not go anywhere near my dog and it was like that throughout the entire two weeks of training. So whatever. So listen, I'm 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 done. We've been talking about this for thirty minutes now. Wait, did you see that he responded? Yeah, to he sent like twenty. Like there's oh my god, comments <laughs> on this. And then here's the other thing too, right? Like yeah. like just just in case everybody like doesn't already know this, like if you're a business owner, like like PR one hundred and one, right? Like if you want like uh, like some good PR tips, don't get in arguments with your clients <laughs> on the internet Please don't for do everybody that. to see, right? Like, it doesn't make you look any better, right? No, no. Handle it professionally before it escalates to people making videos yeah. about this. Literally. Right? Like, Ugh. that's just that's just the name of the game. Yeah. Right? You have to be careful about this kind of stuff. So there's there was a video we posted 
Um, so I, I everybody knows this. Like I don't post the videos on the Miracle Canine page, right? We have a media team that takes all the content we have. They put together content and they post it. And the amount of times that I've seen something get posted and because of any number of situations, I'm like, now's not the right time to post this. And I take it down or I'll delete it or I'll tell them, hey, save that for another time. It happens all the time. There's a dog we, we posted a video of um, like a week ago. It was on our Instagram page and we, we took it. I took it down. And it was of this dog that I've been working with. It's a, uh, a dog that did a board and train recently. And it's a dog that had crazy gnarly reactivity issues, right? Okay. And they whipped up a before and after using some before footage we had mm, okay. and some after footage from a recent follow-up session that I did with them. Okay. Right? And they put together a before and after and they posted it. Mm-hmm. And the video was gaining some serious traction. It had like 250 likes on Instagram or whatever it was. And I took the video down. And the reason why I took the video down is because that dog, though, is making really good progress, the owner's been having some issues with the dog still. Yeah. Right now, not really since that video, mm-hmm. the the after footage that I posted on like a story because the dog was making a lot of progress with it. But up until that point, she was really struggling with this dog's reactivity. Gotcha. Right. And we were, f- we're, 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 we're finally making some really good headway with the dog. Right. Mm-hmm. And the dog's making some good progress. But to have this this before and after come out that we start posting, that's like almost like gloating that like we fixed it and the dog's fucking great and all this kind of stuff. It just, it was the wrong time. Mm -hmm. It's the wrong time. We're not totally in the clear with this dog yet for me to be posting it. Like it's this massive success story. Yeah. Right now I told him, put it on the back burner. We're going to post it (laughs) once we have a little bit more success with stuff. Yeah. But we need a little bit more progress with this owner for the owner, for not just us to feel like this dog is doing well, but for the owner to feel confident that Mm -hmm. we're in the clear now. Then we could start yeah. posting, hey, look, we got there. Yeah, exactly. Right? That makes sense. And, and that's like PR 101. Yeah. You do stuff like that instead of, I could have made 27 before and afters of like a successful pass by we had with another dog with this dog or, or, or other dogs we've worked with and stuff like that and be posting 17 fucking videos online of it. But if we were to do that, at some point, this owner is going to see it and be like, bro. Yeah, I'm still. D- yeah, still we're not yeah. done yet, bro. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like there's still shit to do. Yeah, right? exactly. And you have to be mindful of that as a fucking dog trainer to not come across like a piece of shit to your clients. Yeah, you know, for sure. And that's the way it works. This whole situation probably could have been avoided if he didn't post 17 videos first off. Like the amount of videos that he posted is the most insane part to me. And you know, we just kept posting them because they were getting so many views. They were blown up. They were getting so many views, right? But without any sort of respect for the client in that situation. Zero, dude. Zero. you gotta balance that out. You just gotta balance it out. Yeah. So. Dude, how he was doing it anyway. Like. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, yeah, you got you got to work through this. Good got luck. Work through it. Okay, so that's that's thing number one that's been going on. Where are we at here? Where's my messages? Here we go. Okay, that's thing number one here. Today. Oh Jesus, freaking! <laughs> no, I don't want to watch this video. Let me pause this. Today I'm gonna meet a very aggressive. Okay. So so I got a couple other videos here. Okay. These are videos that were sent to me, right? Mm. So. These are just videos that are like sometimes in this social media game, we post things that just either don't make sense or aren't true. Right. So let's, let's to try to convey a point. So let's, let's start with this one. Okay. This trainer pack life LA 
Nothing against this individual. I've seen tons of videos of this trainer in the past. She's got a pretty good following online and stuff. Uh, and, and, and a lot of her videos that I've seen, I don't have an issue with, right? Mm-hmm. This video showed up in my feed, and I watched it, and I was just like, this, I just didn't like it. So we're going to mm-hmm. talk about it. Okay. So let's watch it. Part two to show you guys what I mean. I am not a leash-popping trainer. I just don't find it that valuable. I so leash pops obviously are when you take the leash and you pop it as a correction. Mm-hmm. So let's see what she has to say about leash pops. Often see people leash popping all the time and the dog just goes right back to the behavior and it's really easy for the owner to get frustrated and you either get a dog that is super sensitive and shuts down or you get a dog that just learns to tune out leash popping. Um, so I would rather guide over corrections. However, So already so much said in the beginning right there to dissect, right? So she doesn't like leash pops because she finds that they're not valuable and that's... Some of you might think walking into a dog is a correction. Not on this one, you can't. Motherfucker. She doesn't like leash pops. She doesn't find them valuable. And something along the lines of, you know, that you, you, people, owners just pop and pop and pop and they never get anywhere with it and it causes everybody to be frustrated. Right. So first off, let's start off with what is a leash. I hate when we talk about corrections as all these like act like they're all so different. Mm -hmm. Right. So she's talking about corrections, leash pops, e-collar corrections, uh, uh, you you know, walking into the dog guidance versus correction, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Right. Any correction we're using to try to stop a dog from doing something is positive punishment. And the Mm -hmm. rules of positive punishment are, one, it has to be consistent, and two, it has to be motivating, right? So if your leash pop that you're giving, if you're popping, 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 and you're not getting anywhere with it, you're either not popping in the right spot, meaning that the clarity is not there, the dog does not understand what that pop is for, Mm -hmm. or two, your pop is not motivating enough. Meaning that the dog understands what the correction is for, but the dog is not motivated enough by the correction in order to want to avoid that correction. Mm. Now, every dog's sensitivity level or thing they're motivated by is going to change from dog to dog. So the next thing that she said in the video was that she either finds that some dogs are just hypersensitive to it and just shut down when they give the pop or other dogs don't care about it and then you don't get anywhere with it. Mm. So let's say you have a sensitive dog that is shutting down when you leash pop them. Mm-hmm. There could be one of two issues. One, if a dog is shutting down, meaning they're not doing the desired thing, they're not fixing themselves in the way that you want them to fix themselves, mm. that is a sign that the dog doesn't understand what the correction is for, meaning you have a clarity issue, or you're taking your motivation to such an extreme level that the dog is trying to avoid at all costs a correction by just doing nothing, which gets back to the original one, meaning the dog doesn't understand what the correction is for. Because if they understood what the correction was for, you could give as motivating of a correction as you want, and the dog should fix themselves because they know what it is that we want them to do. So the more motivated Mm. they are to do it, the more they should do that thing we want them to do. Mm. Right? Yeah. And then you get into the dogs that are too stubborn that the pops don't work. There's definitely dogs that you could leash pop as hard as you want and they don't care enough about that sensation in order to want to fix themselves. 
assuming your clarity is good, that would just mean you're using the wrong type of correction, but that's not an issue with leash pops. That's just an individual dog issue. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. So right off the rip, she's making it sound like the only two situations you'll find is you'll either shut the dog down with the leash pop or you'll pop forever and ever and you'll never get anywhere with it, which is absolutely not the case. No. If you're using them correctly. (laughs) Yeah. Which is the rule with anything, right? Yeah. So then she said she prefers guidance over corrections, Mm -hmm. right? This is where we just, we get a little too fancy with the terminology sometimes, right? So let's see what she has to say about guidance versus correction. And that's totally fair um, because sometimes I do do it with intention of like, stop going ahead of me. I mean it. Um, which- so she was talking about she uses guidance in the form of walking into the dog. And she said mm-hmm. some people say that walking into the dog is a correction. And she said, well, that's fair because sometimes I do it with the intention of stop walking in front of me, mm-hmm. which at that point, it absolutely would be a correction. Yeah. It absolutely would be. Yeah, for sure. Right? So it's a different type of correction. So her dogs are averse enough to her walking into them that Mm -hmm. they want to stop doing that thing. They want to avoid the correction of her walking into Mm -hmm. them. But it's still just a correction. And it's just an individual thing that dogs are motivated by. Yeah. Plus, the second thing, I don't personally believe that walking into a dog inherently is so aversive that they're going to want to actually avoid it. It could be used to help kind of redirect them onto other things right sure it could be used to like hey like i'm trying to teach where i want you to be i'm just going to kind of push you back a little so you wind up in that spot so i could reinforce it Mm -hmm. you know but inherently there's not much that's super motivating about it and with any correction we're using because motivation is important and it ultimately needs to be motivating enough for them to want to do it let's say she walks into a dog and the dog says no fuck you like i'm not that motivated by this Mm -hmm. she's gonna have to intensify it to meet the level of motivation needed. And you can't walk harder into a dog, (laughs) right? That would mean at some point, she's probably backing up her walking into the dog with e-collar stim, with a correction on the leash, with some other form of correction Mm -hmm. to make it inherently more aversive, which gets back to, we're making this seem like it's something that's so much easier. Just walk into the dog and the dog will stop, but there's so much more nuance to it. Mm. And that's my problem with videos like this. So let's keep watching. Yeah, could be a correction. Um, so I kind of think of it as a boundary, but so it's it's not it's, a correction; it's a boundary, a boundary, right? So like we're <laughs> we keep changing these words yeah. so much. Like, why can't we just call it a correction? Right, right. And and if it's not a correction, so my first question would be: Okay, explain the exact difference between a correction and a boundary. Then <laughs> she wouldn't be able to, right? So a boundary to me is the line at which point you're not allowed to cross. Mm-hmm. And at that point, if you cross it, there is a correction for passing that boundary. Yeah, which is walking into right? the That's dog. That's literally what a boundary is, which is walking into the yeah. dog. But walking into the dog would not be a boundary. That no. would be a way you're enforcing your boundaries yeah. that you've set. Which would be a? Correction. <laughs> you know, whatever foot you um, <clears throat> So let me show you with my pack. So she's going to demonstrate it, oh, okay. which is fine. Jerry's going ahead. Now, if you watch what she's doing, she's snapping, yeah. then walking into them. So yep. what is the snap? The snap is a mark. Mm-hmm. So she's using her snap to identify the mistake and then backing up the snap with the boundary, with the boundary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, getting, I'm getting all fucked. See, this is the thing. I watch videos like this and I start getting all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many different words. Yeah. Right. 
So the snap is the mark, right? The walking into the dog is the consequence. The snap is the mark. The walking into the dog is the consequence. Yeah, the correction. The correction, Mm -hmm. right? No matter how many times I've walked my dog, sometimes they're just filming themselves. And that's okay. The purpose of the walk is not to go four miles or five miles, although I would like to. The purpose of the walk is to fulfill my dogs, to physically and mentally exercise them, to get them out into the world. And if I need to spend 20 minutes on leash work here, halfway through my walk to re... If you're finding that you need to spend 20 minutes working leash work with your dog on your walks, because sometimes they're just feeling yourself, getting Mm -hmm. back to your correction or your guidance or your boundary or whatever you want to call it is not working for a reason of either not being clear enough or not being motivating enough. I'm leaning more on the sides of not being motivating enough because she is doing it at appropriate times. But that's where you get back to walking into the dog is not inherently motivating. Yeah. So you probably should be backing it up with some sort of more aversive sensation yeah <laughs> connect and get them back beside me or behind me for now then that's what i do that's part of our walk that's part of the connection that's part of our relationship and it is so 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 important part two to show you guys what i mean i am not a leash popping trainer so we'll just i just watch the beginning again straight don't find it that valuable i often see people leash popping all the time and the dog just goes right back to the behavior and it's really easy for also, she said, I find leash popping all the time and then going right back to the behavior. That's the same thing that's happening when you walk into the dog 20 times and they keep going right back. When to you got to take 20 minutes to Because do- it's not a problem with the correction you're using. Yeah. It's a problem with the intensity of the correction you're using. Yeah. Or the clarity of the correction that you're using. It's the same thing. And again, I really, I, I don't have, outside of this video we're watching right now, I, I've, I'm not like, oh, this trainer is awful or anything like no. that. Like I said, I've seen plenty of things that she's posted that I'm like, that's cool. I dig it. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Right. But my problem is I watch videos like this and this video will confuse the absolute fuck out of your average dog owner. Yeah. Because we're trying it. And it's always the videos that are trying to make something else seem bad that I have a problem with. If mm-hmm. she just made a video on why I like walking into the dog to correct them for going ahead. Yeah. Right? Whatever. I mean, I could I could probably look at it and be like, well, I, I don't really dig that. But it's when people are trying to make it seem like one way is so much better than the other, which is what we find the force-free community yeah. does all the time over stuff, which is why it's so much easier, I feel like, to fucking you know, yeah. like look at it and pick it apart. Yeah. Because there's not sound logic behind your reasoning for why this is better than this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, just, yeah, the fact that she's literally trying to say that it's a, a guidance instead of... I mean, it's uh, what you're doing is still a correction. It's just a different thing, and and I think people want to seem more gentle with it. You're like, I, yeah. want to, I want to seem like I'm just being so much more gentle with my dog yeah. with it, which is why I don't. I just don't really look at it like a yeah. correction. Yeah. So she makes, but a, it is. You could look at it like a yeah. fucking potato, but it's still a correction. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, but yeah, you you just like not using the word correction to make it seem like it's a nicer thing. Like, yeah, maybe it's a, it's a different thing, but it's still a correction. Like you're, you can't just change the terminology and it's something totally different. <laughs> like it's still the same thing. You're still correcting the dog because it's doing something you didn't want it to do. Yeah. It's just, just be real. Like, yeah, you don't like leash pop. I like to do it this way. There you go. That's all you had to say. And then we wouldn't be watching this video and I wouldn't be saying anything to it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is why I always, uh, I, I think in some of the past videos that I've made, I talked about, I like to, you know, anything I'm doing in a training fashion, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm working with a dog, yeah. any technique or thing I would do with them, mm-hmm. I like to be able to look at and ask myself, forget all the fluff words that we use as dog trainers to explain things to owners sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
can I scientifically explain the thing that I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Right? Using like the 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 um uh universally accepted terminology, yeah. right? Positive punishment, negative yeah. reinforcement, classical conditioning, operant conditioning, all those types of things. Like, can I explain it? and explain why it's working in universal scientific terminology, right? Mm -hmm. And the problem is when I watch this video, she might very well may be able to, but the way she's explaining it leads me to think that she has never looked at what she's doing from that lens before, Mm -hmm. which I think is a problem because that's where you get into if something isn't working like a leash pop, you're not able to understand why it isn't working Mm -hmm. and you just resort to, well, they just don't work. Yeah. They're just not good. Leash pops are just bad. Yeah. Right? For sure. So whatever. So that's video number two. <clears throat> that was uh, kind of driving me crazy when I saw it pop up in my <laughs> Okay. Video number three. This is a similar one, right? This one was sent to me by somebody and they asked me, what do you think of this video? Right? I said, well, I'll watch it on the fucking podcast. I'll tell you what I think about it. Right? <laughs> this is another one. Why we hate preventative tools. And you'll see that he refers to e-collars and prong collars as preventative tools, right? So right off the rip, we have another one of this is somebody that's, he could just say, hey, this is why I like my method and why it's good. But instead, he's trying to base his argument for why his method is so much better than using e-collars and prong collars, which is going to make it a little easier for me to pick into. So let's watch it. Preventative tools and why we fucking hate them is because- Right off the rip. (laughs) Preventative tools and why we fucking hate them. Fucking. People like to advocate to them and they like to say it reverses the behavioral issue. No, it reverses the behavior. I'm going to have to do this really fast because this dude talks so quick. <laughs> so quick, right? So reverses the behavioral issue. So he's referring to e-collars and prong collars. People like them because it reverses the behavioral issue or we could say decreases the behavioral issue, right? Which is true. E-collars mm. and prong collars. Not because they're e-collars and... Pro- this is where we're, yeah. we're sandwiching things just like What's-Her-Face did in the last one where she said leash pops. Why leash pops are mm-hmm. bad, right? Yeah. Leash pops are just an aversive that you're using as positive punishment to mm-hmm. decrease a behavior. E-collars and prong collars can be used as positive punishment in order to decrease a behavior. Yep. It's not the e-collar that's doing it. It's that you are applying positive punishment to decrease a behavior. Mm-hmm. It makes your life easier in the short term. It does not reverse the behavior for the long haul. If you use all... Depends how it's used, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's not reversing the behavior, and, and reversing the behavior, I'm assuming when he says reversing the behavior, what he's saying is that the behavior starts to go away. Yeah. He said it reverses the behavior in the short term, but not in the long term. So mm-hmm. to, to give him some credit of something we see a lot in the training world is when people are using corrections, right? They improperly use the correction. They use it as kind of a naggy level or they use it inconsistently. Mm-hmm. And in the moment, it kind of interrupts the behavior, but because the clarity is not there, meaning it's not happening consistently or the motivation isn't there, meaning the dog isn't motivated enough to try to avoid the consequence moving forward, the dog is constantly still trying the behavior. And mm-hmm. 75% of the time when we catch it, we're able to stop it in the moment with the e-collar. So in the short term, we're stopping it in the moment when we catch it. But in the long term, we're never actually teaching the dog. That is just something you're not allowed to do. Yeah. Got it? Psychological techniques and you train... If you use our psychological techniques, right? Oh, this boy. is where a lot of people like to act like their method is just so unique. I just have these psychological techniques, mm-hmm. right? So we're just using science. 
right? This is yeah. all that means is, is, and I don't know what this guy's methods are, right? I, I don't know anything about this Cherry Hogs guy. I've seen a bunch of videos of him. This is the guy that you've probably seen. He does these like massive off-leash hikes with dogs. Massive mm-hmm. off-leash hikes. Okay. He's got a gazillion videos that go crazy viral on online and stuff like that. of All these dogs just off-leash running in like a field with each other. Yeah. Right? Okay. Cool. Love it. Great stuff. Right? <laughs> no, seriously, right? Like, yeah. it's working. It's it's good. Yeah. Dude's doing good work, obviously. Right? But when you start coming at me and the methods that I like to use, right, mm-hmm. that's where I have to kind of debate it a little bit. Yeah. Right? So, psychological techniques, Right? thousands of dogs without the use of e-collars, without the use of prong collars, without the use of treats, then you'd understand all it requires for behavior modification and a perfect obedience dog is psychology and energy between you and owner. Dude talks so fast, man. Yeah, he does. Okay. English so all you need is psychology and energy between you and owner, mm. right? No, there's not this magic energy that if you just <laughs> embody this energy, dogs will just be good. Yeah. Right? It's the application of scientific techniques, mm-hmm. positive reinforcement, negative reinforcement, positive punishment, and negative punishment. If you apply those correctly, regardless of if you're using an e-collar as your way of positive punishment and negative reinforcement, a prong collar as your use of positive reinforcement or positive punishment and negative punishment, your body language, the walking in, the the physical corrections you might deliver to dogs as positive punishment or negative reinforcement, the treats as positive reinforcement or negative punishment, Mm -hmm. or your praise as positive reinforcement or negative punishment, as long as those are done under the guise of an appropriate application of any of those quadrants of learning, the dogs will learn from it. Yeah. Yes, people say, but you wean the dog off the e-collar. Yes, you wean the dog off the trees. Yeah, you wean- That's a shit argument. Is that not from him? From other people of, well, we wean the dog off of the e-collar. We wean the dog off of the treats. We wean the dog off of the prong collar. I've said this a million times. I don't, quote unquote, wean my dogs off of having their e-collars on when we go out and about. We talked about this yeah. a million times before. It's an insurance policy. You always want to be in a position to provide yeah. positive punishment, negative reinforcement, positive reinforcement, negative punishment. Yep. You always want to be in a position to provide that. And if the e-collar isn't on, you're not able to provide it if you're using an e-collar for it. If the prong collar isn't on, you're not able to provide it. But mm-hmm. we should find that we're not needing to actively use it all the time mm-hmm. because the dog has learned from those mistakes or learn from those proper decisions that they've been reinforced for so that ultimately they just make good choices without the need of constantly guiding their behavior. Like yeah. But the same deal would apply if like, let's say he's using physical corrections and he's using praise, mm-hmm. some form of the two, which if you're not using e-collars or prong collars, there has to be some sort of that that you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you can't, You can't fade that out either. The difference is it's always on your person because it's you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Wean the dog off the prong collar. Well, we don't see too many individuals wean their dog off of it. But for those that say that statement, well, why do you need to use it then? Because our methods cut that bullshit out straight away. Psychological techniques always refer to that our mark works all the time. The reason why we don't like these preventative tools as well is everything that you're using takes the association away from the owner. That is a fair point of takes the association away from the owner, which in most ways that I see people using the tools, that would be accurate mm-hmm. to some extent. Meaning if you're just hitting the button, right? Yeah. Popping the leash, whatever it may be, they're just 
waiting until they feel that correction happen before making the mistake, which the association is always to the actual aversive that we're using, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But when we're using appropriate markers, right, we are creating an association of us providing these consequences regardless of what it is, right? So if I tell one of my dogs no, because no has been conditioned in to mean e-collar correction, lease correction, physical correction, whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. 100% of the association of the dog needing to behave to avoid that consequence Mm -hmm. is on me and the tool is just backing up what I'm already doing. Yeah, That's kind of like what I talked about, about with the walking into the dog thing, how at some point we have to up the intensity of walking into the dog if the dog is avoiding it or is not avoiding it. Yeah. So we would do that by pairing us walking into the dog with something more aversive. So I could walk mm. into the dog, then stim, walk into the dog, then stim, walk into the dog, then pop, whatever, right? And at that point, through classical conditioning, I'm going to condition walking into the dog to be inherently just as powerful as those other things. Yeah. Everything when it comes to psychology and energy and relationship between owner and dog, it's all about the communication and the mark association and ignore. In turn, the communication. So if I use the... It's just, like, it's just like the other one, though. There's just like so much fluff word being thrown fluff, out there. Yeah. Right? There's so much fluff of they're making their method sound just so freaking fancy yeah. and just psychological and this and the mark association <laughs> and blah, blah, yeah. Right? It's just like, it's too much. Yeah. It's too much. Like, like what they need to start doing, like a lot of people like this, this is like that when that Robert Haynes guy did the, the video about us that we reacted to, where yeah. he tried to act like, oh, you shouldn't need the e-collar, the treats, the leash, the blah, 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 right? Okay, start telling people exactly what you do and quit trying to describe it, right? So, okay, cool. When a dog is jumping on you, just show us exactly how you handle that. And I'll be able to point out that it's not your fucking energy that's yeah. stopping the dog from doing it. <laughs> it's some sort of consequence that you're delivering. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. That you're literally doing the same thing, just different. Different. You're using a different tool. Yeah. Right. We exactly. are using a man made tool. Right. Yeah. You are using yourself as the tool. Yeah. That's it. 100%. Which is fine. Again, I don't have any issue with that. But when people try to say that it's better than the alternative, mm-hmm. that's where I have an issue with it. You absolutely can train a dog without these tools. You're still yeah. going to be delivering corrections. And some people don't like how you're going to be delivering the corrections, yeah. right? Yeah. You will be using physical corrections in mm-hmm. some way, shape, or form. I'm not saying that means you're going to be hitting your dog and abusing your dog and stuff like that. Mm-mm. But you will be physically delivering the correction to the dog in Fuck some way, yeah. shape, or form. Oh, yeah. Right? That's what's going to happen. And the other thing, too, is... In order to do that skillfully, mm-hmm. safely, and with good timing, it is going to take a really, really, really dedicated owner in order to learn those methods. Very much so. Which is why I don't think it's as easy for your average owner to then get the results that they're looking for. No. Strong collar, or I use the e collar, I use the treats. I'm taking the emphasis away from me and the dog's relationship. The dog is respecting the tools, the motivator. So if you're going to use the excuse, I'm going to wean my dog off of them, I understand that. But most don't do that. And second of all, if you use our methods, take it from the fucking horse's mouth. You don't need these tools if you go straight to the fucking point, which is respect, mark, communication, energy. All of these tools are completely fucking pointless. They're completely useless and there is no need. They're unnecessary. Okay, so that's the video. Again, all you did was try to talk about how all of our methods are wrong and bad. 
I just explained why all the things that you just said about why they're wrong and bad are actually not true. Yeah. Unless you're doing it incorrectly, which is the same exact thing as if you're doing your method incorrectly. Exactly. So that was the second video that drove me fucking crazy. (laughs) Um, Might as well just go on a roll. Today I'm going to meet a very aggressive dog. Or so I thought. So this is Brutus, and he was left at the shelter Jesus. by his owners on, with on, the following message. Oh my God! We've decided to <laughs> surrender Brutus. His behavior is uncontrollable. Okay, this is the last one here. Okay, close that. Close that. Okay, so this many many people have seen this guy making his rounds. He's super 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 popular online. Mm-hmm. The Asher House, right? Lee Asher wildly popular on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube, stuff like that. He is, I believe, he is a dog rescuer. Okay. Right? So he rescues dogs uh-huh. on, he's got like his, he's got like a farm that he goes and takes these dogs to and, and he winds up keeping most of these dogs. Dude's got like a gazillion dogs that are like his personal dogs. Okay. Right? And dude has caught quite a bit of flack online because he runs a nonprofit dog rescue, but he lives in like an $8 million house and, <laughs> you know, is constantly oh. like his farm is on like an $8 million property. Yeah. Right. Okay. And he's constantly getting donations from people. And there's some sketchy stuff you could find if you just search his name on, on the interwebs of yeah. potential evasion of, uh, you know, filing properly <laughs> and like all this kind of stuff seeming to think he's kind of like embezzling, you know, money out of this, uh, huh. this, uh, this rescue to fund his lifestyle. <laughs> right. So whatever. So, I really try to avoid watching this guy's videos because if you watch his videos, listen, I I mean, his videos pull right into the heartstrings of like uh, saving all these dogs on death's door. Yeah. And and I like to give some props where they're due. Like dude is obviously saving some dogs from being killed. Yeah. Right. By going in and rescuing them and keeping them. So like I'm all for that. But if you watch the videos, you will find that everything that he does in these videos is like exactly what not to do. Perfect. If you want to like not get bit in the face or have like dog fights break out all the time. Yeah, for sure. Right. So we're going to watch some of this video and we're just going to talk about some of those things that you probably should not be doing with your dog because we're on a roll today and we're freaking, we're calling everybody out apparently. I guess so. So here we go. What the hell? Where's the sound now? When I don't want it, it's there. (laughs) All right, here we go. Let's, let's start this. Today I'm going to meet a very aggressive dog, or so I thought. This is Brutus, and he was left at the shelter by his owners with the following message. We've decided to surrender Brutus. His behavior is uncontrollable, and we do not feel safe in the house with him. We don't... Okay, so let's start off with this, right? So he is meeting a supposedly extremely aggressive dog. The owners said they do not feel safe in the house with this dog, Mm -hmm. right? Which... I'm not saying that he's the most aggressive monster on the planet. I don't know the dog. But you probably should keep that in mind that the dog is probably going to be a little reserved at the shelter, Mm -hmm. right? But this dog has the potential in him to be dangerous, Yeah. right? And what does this guy do? The second the dog is let into the freaking room, he bear hugs him. He sticks his face right in the dog's face. He's rolling around on the ground with this dog. But last night was awful. 
do you have any need to be doing somersaults on the ground with this dog that you just met that was returned to a shelter for being aggressive and people felt unsafe in the home with him? You don't yeah. know this dog. No. You don't know this dog. We cannot do this any longer. They said he doesn't like men. <laughs> Picking him up. Jeez. Why? Why would you pick this dog up? <laughs> Why would you pick this dog up? No reason. No leg in his tail. I really hope that he does well with the dog. I'd like to start with a small one, I think. If you don't mind. I brought Bo, Pom Poms, Penny, and Kai because they're the yappers. Hey, no. They're going to be barking at him. Bo, because he listens so well, and he's also very alpha, so I want to see how the dog does with that. All right, guys, let's do it. This is how little dogs die. <laughs> Literally, dude. This is how little dogs die. Okay. First off, this dog he clearly showed is unstable and aggressive towards other dogs. Yeah. Which is why he brought him. Yeah, right? Great. Like, second off, we all know that holding dogs in socials is the absolute worst thing that worst. you could possibly do. Because this dog clearly is getting reactive because it has no way of getting away because this dude is not giving him an opportunity to get away and protect himself. Yeah. So he has to act aggressively in that situation. Hey, Kai. Look at this. And now he's holding this dog back by the collar. Look at how terrible. Okay. Oh my God. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Oh my God. Good. It's going to be fine. I love this. Let's, let's let him go, if you don't mind. Yeah. That's exactly what we want. Okay. We're good. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's get him out of here. Hey, Brutus, you're welcome. It's our pleasure. It's our sincere pleasure. Besides Kai, it's our pleasure. We're happy to have you. I'm not keeping him. 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 I can't wait to show you your new home. Temporary. Free at last. Free at last. We're here. Brutus, come on, bud. We'll, we'll go that way. <laughs> he immediately lets him out of the car yeah. into this group of just <laughs> gazillions of dogs yeah. around. <laughs> yes. Are we home, Brutus? Are we home? Come on, bud. Lily. Yeah. Look at the size of this guy's head here. Look at his head. Wow. Where do you get scared, bud? Come on. Come on, boy. Yeah? We'll talk about, you want to talk about it? my apple. Good dinner, bud. How you doing, bud? <laughs> Letting multiple day, dogs huh? eat the same treat from yeah. each other. Come on. Each other. Come on, bud. Come on, bud. You got it. Hey! This is so cool. Day one. And they said he didn't like men. They said he didn't like men, huh? Day one. Not bad. Not bad. Look at this property, though. Yeah, he's, awesome. he's doing so good. So like a vineyard. So good. <laughs> so it looks like it's like a Christmas tree farm. Oh. Let's go, guys. Come on. 
Good job out there. It's okay. Come on. Good boy. Hey, everyone. I just want to let you know. This is how, like, unbelievably huge pack brawls start. Literally, like, dude. It is. <laughs> we found Hooch his forever home. We For found him a home. Are, uh, listening and not watching, he's sitting on the ground, and there's like eight very large dogs, all like licking his face at the same time, like trying to like, get like all over him. <laughs> yeah. And it's right here. He's gonna stay with the Asher House. He's my crazy oh my house. God. His name is Hooch. Look at this dog. He's jumping anymore, on him. <laughs> he's just going to be an Asher House baby forever. He's a baby now. He's a baby. Oh, my God. Look at this. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was I ridiculous. Can't. This is too late for this. Too late for this? It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> There's just, like, every one of those videos you'll see. And again, like, talk about people that that have just learned the art of just making videos that just people fucking want to see. Yeah. Like, that video right there that we just watched. Oh, yeah. Everybody and their freaking mother yeah, is the, just like, oh, he's the nicest. Look at this. Yeah. This is the most amazing thing ever. All the like, dog mommies crying, just like, oh, oh. Lee Asher is the greatest yeah. human ever. Like, he saved they, his dog. Blah, blah, blah. They opened and up like the said, credit I'm, cards. I'm, I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> Here's Here some money. Yeah. Here's a hundred dollars <laughs> to help pooch. Oh Jesus Christ. So whatever. So I, I, I th- th- like that one is just like that one is just like obvious of just like just all those things you're doing. Just I feel like some it. people need to have. This is gonna sound really bad. Right? <laughs> Give it. To I us. don't want this to happen. I mm-hmm. want to clarify this. But some people need to have something really, really bad happen as a result of doing all those things mm-hmm. in order to realize maybe we should tone it back a couple notches. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like I just, I, I've told this story a gazillion times. There were these, there's this family I worked with one time that had like, I think like five or six dogs or something. I think it was mm-hmm. six. I think it was six fairly large rescue dogs, yeah. right? And they called me over their house because they had all these dogs for a long time. And they all used, they did all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And the guy they call me because the dogs got in a really big fight with each other and he, he told me when i got there they're like every night we go into the basement they had a really big house go into the basement they had this giant sectional and all of the animals would all they'd have a giant cuddle party on this couch watching movies every mm-hmm. single night that was their thing that they did and they did this for like years with mm-hmm. no issues okay. no issues right yeah. and then one day something happened and they had the biggest dog fight you could ever imagine break out in their basement. Mm. The dogs severely injured each other. The wife had her arm broken in half from trying to break it up. Jesus. The one dog redirected on her, grabbed her in the arm. She was, she was a small woman, right? Snap, snap and she it. broke her fucking arm. She was in a cast when I went to the house mm-hmm. because she had to have her arm like... <laughs> Yeah. Set back together because Jesus. of this dog fight that broke out. Yeah. Right. And it's just, I tell people all the time, like, I just, sometimes it's like, 
sometimes I have to like take a step back and like ask myself, like, man, David, like, you know, do you do you take it too far sometimes with like all the safety precautions and like the insecurities and stuff like that? And then and, and then I I remind myself of situations like that that I've yeah. experienced firsthand. Yeah, and I'm like, no, because none of the things I'm telling people to do are so like, God, like my life is so much worse because I'm not allowed to do this. You know what I mean? Like, 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 oh, God forbid I can't roll around on the floor in the first five minutes that I meet a potentially dangerous (laughs) dog and like shove my face inside of their head (laughs) and all this, like, God forbid I can't do that until maybe I've known the dog for three days instead of five minutes. Right, like, Literally, yeah. like, like, God forbid, I do a slow introduction with all of my dogs for the first couple of weeks without any food, toys, or affection happening while they're getting to know each other. Yeah, so that like I could just make sure that they don't have any beef with each other before I start adding some of those other things. Like, God forbid, yeah, literally, I have to do that. Yeah, right, like, like, I, <sighs> I don't know. Like just and just as like a dog professional, you just have to have seen really bad situations happen to know what could possibly happen if you don't put those safety protocols in place. Yeah, and I don't know who knows. I don't know anything about this Asher guy as far as how long he's been doing this for. Yeah, and you know all this kind of stuff and what he and, doesn't and, show and what he doesn't show and how many dog fights he's actually had with each uh, with all the dogs or mm-hmm. or anything like that because every single one of these people right you know stuff has at some point happened mm-hmm. right it's just a matter of what gets brushed under the rug right yeah, exactly um so I don't know like I said that's just that's that's my thoughts yeah. on that. It's just like like sometimes like like when you watch these videos, just keep, just keep that in mind. Yeah, don't be like Asher. Yeah, like Please. I said, I'm I'm, I'm all for dude. Yeah. Obviously, is helping a lot of dogs. Dude, obviously cares about dogs. I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. But man, do I wish that he would just not show in every single one of the videos he posted him just doing these unbelievably dangerous things. Yeah, forget if I think it's just weird or not. Like some of it, mm-hmm. like it's just it's it's unsafe. Yeah. With that many dogs together. Yeah. You know? 100%. So. Weird. So that's my take. Yes, sir. So you guys got a little mini reaction podcast today. <laughs> Calling everybody out. Calling everybody out. Again, I caveat. Let me put my disclaimer in there. I ain't got no issue with any of these people. Mm-mm. Right? I'm sure they're all great and doing good work. Minus that very first one was a little, little weird. Yeah. <laughs> but, that guy. but all the other ones, you know, obviously they're doing great work. But like. Just think we're overcomplicating this shit a little bit too much. A little bit. And making things seem a little bit like they aren't actually. Yeah, exactly. So that's my take. Um, Next week, we have a guest. We have part two with with, uh, Dylan Chinook Canine. Ah, We're doing part two with him. He just recently graduated from Ivan's school. You just Ooh. finished that, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. That'll be fun. And then the week after, we've got another guest. I actually just locked in this evening. Mm. It is, uh, I, I won't I won't say the name yet, but Surprises. it's. Uh, it is a, I believe this individual is a doctor, has a doctorate in psychology mm. and works with dogs. And okay. we're going to get a little bit more deep into this 
dogs and emotions conversation with somebody that actually knows what the fuck they're talking about. So I like that. <laughs> cool. So we'll see how that goes. Cool. Sounds great to me. So that's what we got for you guys. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll catch up the next one. Have a good one.